What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 174. We're here on Thursday, April 9th, day 20-something of the shutdown. Yep. (laughs) And it's really been a totally disgusting morning with the absolute low-life stunt that the Democrats pulled up on Capitol Hill. Yeah, let me guess. They blocked something again. What did they block again? Well, (laughs) what they blocked was additional small business paycheck funding. Yeah. The Paycheck Protection Program, which was part of the stimulus, but needed an additional $250 billion to fund what they need. Yeah. But no, the Democrats don't want that to happen. And that spineless, low-life piece of shit Chuck Schumer wouldn't even go to the floor to object himself. Wow. He sent some low-level no-name Ben Cardin from Maryland to do the objection where the White House was supporting this. The GOP was supporting this, and there's massive bipartisan support among the Democrats. But in this case where they were trying to pass it with unanimous consent, if one person objects, yeah. then it doesn't go. And Mitch McConnell had this ready, queued up, ready to go, and they decided that they did not want to do it. And uh-huh. so now, when small businesses cannot make their payroll, we know it's because of the Democrats. Yeah, we know who to blame. And... Further, the attempted whitewashing of this by the liberal media this morning is disgusting. Well, CNN was off to their usual tricks. Yeah, CNN had New the York correct Times, headline. Politico. The yeah. Yeah, they had they the correct all headline. had the correct headline. And then hours later, it just. Well, it was like 38 changes. minutes later because yeah, they got calls later. from their Democrat overlords yeah. who said change the headlines. And then it just magically becomes, you know, Senate gridlock. Yeah. There's no mentioning that the Democrats did. <clears throat> and. It's just ridiculous that they're trying to leverage this into something else. There's no need for that right now. They they want a whole bunch of more of funding, an additional $250 billion. That's fine. That can be discussed. Yeah. But this $250 billion of has liquidity for – now. Yeah, yeah has right to now. now. Has to I mean, right now. These businesses are going to close permanently if we don't yeah. get the funding to them so that they can pay their, their employees or they'll have to lay them off into an already – completely overrun unemployment system yeah and it, it, i mean yeah, this is it's not good a massive failure at the state level yeah in florida the online system crashed and then people had to actually venture outside and wait in very long and crowded lines to to yeah. file the paperwork you know in person which is and they're having the not same what we want they're having the same technology problems in new york and new jersey oh my God. where they have millions of applications yeah. But they don't have the staff to do it yeah and they also don't have the systems the yeah. systems are over 40 years old I mean, this is just total neglect yeah. of the government system and total efficiency. And th- those are two states which have the highest taxes yeah. in the country. Yeah. So there's no excuse for this. No. And it's it's both. I mean, in New York, it's solely the Democrats that are responsible for this. Yeah. But even Chris Christie bears some responsibility in oh, New Jersey yeah. because yeah. after the financial crash in 2008, they knew that the system was fucked. Yeah. And they didn't do anything. No. And it goes all the way to Phil Murphy, too, not doing anything. Yeah. It's not like they don't have the money. Yeah. New Jersey's operating budget is enormous. Yeah. And Chris Christie was elected and reelected, so it's not like he didn't have time right. to get something right. going. So. You know? I mean, in general, those states do have massive Democrat leadership. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, yeah. we're not going to just blame the Democrats because yeah. there's blame for Christie there, yeah. too. And, and this is not like a partisan issue. Like, there, something could have been done. Right in, in the years right. prior, easily, like, something could have easily been passed. I mean, uh, you know, 
President, I think he's still there, right? Stephen Sweeney, is he still yeah, there? Yeah, of course. Senate president, he's shit. yeah, he's still there. You know, big union guy in South Jersey, big power broker down there, along with George Norcross. But um, they could have easily gotten something done. Right. But, yeah. Right. But but what the, what the Democrats did this morning with this funding is just disgusting. I, I mean, you're talking about Americans who have been told that they cannot go to work. Yeah. By the government. Yeah. And now the government's just abandoning these yeah. businesses and these hardworking Americans yeah. who won't have a paycheck. All because Democrats don't want to give Trump a win. It, this is how bad it is, folks. You, have even ha- you even have MSNBC yeah. saying that Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are playing politics with the, the paychecks again. of American workers. Again. They're playing in politics again, again because again. we did it with the first yes. bill. And it took a week yeah. to get it ironed out when they had something ready to go. Ironed out for minimal changes. Yeah. It was pretty much the same exact fucking bill. Yeah. So I don't want to And the hear. changes that were made were going to be changes that were going to be made in the final process of the original bill anyway yeah. with stock buybacks and yes. corporate limits and yes. stuff like that. This so, is, is going to be a multi – But what they did get into that yeah. piece of shit legislation was funding for the Kennedy Center. Oh and God. let's talk now about where that money went, that $25 million that they sent to the Kennedy Center because nobody knows. And the Oversight and Reform Committee has sent a letter now asking for an explanation because the day after mm-hmm. that funding was passed, yeah. they basically furloughed all their employees. Yeah, they fired them. Yeah, yeah essentially. I mean, yeah, they essentially fired them. This so. money was to meet that payroll. Yeah. So now what? And it's, they're, they're asking in this letter for an explanation why furloughs, layoffs, and reductions in pay occurred when the money was there. And they're looking for an explanation of expenses. Why did we send them this money if they're just going to get rid of all these yeah. people? For what? For them to do improvements to the Kennedy Center? That's not what this bill was no, for. No, it's not. This bill was to save jobs and salaries and to keep people paid so that they can pay their bills. I mean, we have over a third of all renters in the country failed to make April rent payments. Yeah. So this is a problem. Yeah. And they're just playing politics. It's disgusting. In in a time of crisis like this, yeah. I mean, it, it happens every time. You yeah. saw the same thing happen with TARP in 2008. Yep. It's... It, when we're talking about saving the economy here, yeah. there's no time for this ridiculous bullshit yeah. of these people who, might I add, mm-hmm. have guaranteed paychecks yeah. and health insurance yeah. and jobs where they yeah. can just work from home and talk on a phone yeah. all day. And even then, there was, there was uh, politics with, with TARP, which was an even more – Right. Possibly even more uh, – well, That I was a different situation. Different situation, but, but also still economic disaster yeah. on, on, on the horizon. But And at the yeah. same time, you have – Democrat representatives and governors around the country that are trying to give money from this $2 trillion to fucking illegals. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Ilhan Omar tweeted yeah. yesterday about how oh, we should be giving money to the illegals because they pay taxes too. No. Get, well, some of them do pay taxes yeah. by fraudulently using yeah. Social Security That's numbers, what I mean. which like, is a crime. No money to these illegals. It's, ridiculous. it's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We have are a, they trying we, to roll back salt this, this time? No, not in this. Not in the, okay. Well, that you know that is be warned. That's gonna it's be. Gonna come that, up, that's that's yeah. coming up. You know, you, because Nancy Pelosi has to give her millionaire friends, uh, you know, some relief because they're suffering. Well, too. the problem is, you know, I know. <laughs> the problem is that's a whole different argument because yeah. it it's long past due that we stop subsidizing places in the Northeast yeah. that are overtaxed. Yeah. Done. It's ridiculous that that we should be covering for that here yeah. on these deductions. And I get that it hurts people with high tax rates, but come on. Yeah. You, well, these people make, like, a lot of money, so I don't want to hear about it. Well, yeah, not I'm all sorry. of them. Not all of them. There's yeah. middle-income earners yeah. that, because of the way it's structured, do take a tax hit. 
But they also have to realize they're living in the highest tax places in the country. Yep. And this is to stop subsidizing that so that they can finally see how their local and state governments have failed them. And just the fact that this is all happening, I mean, is just totally ridiculous. Yeah. And luckily, the Fed pumped in $2.5 trillion in cash to places this morning. And that's had a positive effect on the markets and the overall economic health here. But, but real Americans are in a yeah. bad place. Yeah. And... You also have the juxtaposition here of now these models keep getting adjusted down every day. Yeah. And it's because of what we're doing. Yes. But we're not seeing massive hospital overruns. Yeah. Especially in New York. No. Remember they said, oh, the hospitals won't handle it. Yeah. Won't have enough ventilators. Yeah. We, we won't have enough yeah. ICU yeah. beds. Yeah. That's not been the case. Yeah. And the government, the federal government, Trump, Trump's administration has stepped up and yeah. set up field hospitals that can yeah. handle these things. Yeah. So they're doing okay. Yeah. Total hospitalizations, net yeah. increases are going down. Yes. So it's stressed, but it's not being overrun like 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 you said, like in Italy where it's really bad. So right, which, which is, is a which testament. Is a good, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a testament to our system. Yeah. It is the best in the world. Yeah. And it is first class. Yeah. And if you compare directly the populations of Western Europe and the United States, which are close to similar, I think it's like three hundred thirty million versus three hundred sixty million, we have. Almost the same number of cases now, yeah, but half the number of deaths yeah. or less, yeah. In some cases, twenty five percent, yeah, because we have the resources. Deaths per one million people there are sixty, and here they're about fifteen, yeah. So there needs to be a real discussion here of what our next steps are going to be. This can't be indefinite. No, it just can't. No, I mean. Businesses have to Yeah, we're, have if to we have reopen, yeah. it's going to be a new normal. It's not yeah. going to go back to the old normal for quite some time. Yeah. But we need to adjust and adapt yeah. and create procedures for people to be able to safely go to work mm -hmm. and create commerce in the economy in this country. Because otherwise, yeah. I mean, the date of April 30th, that's three weeks away. Yeah. That's still a long fucking time. It is. That would put us at the halfway point right yeah. now. So we need to and, – and Trump is looking at this very carefully, starting a separate – task force to examine the procedures needed working with the existing task force to reopen the economy yeah and it has to happen yeah i mean and soon it can't be where we're talking about late may and june here and yes that will differ in different parts of the country so for example places like the midwest or arizona that don't have a lot of cases it's a lot different of a situation than new york and new jersey mm -hmm. where they're getting absolutely decimated yeah of course. So there's got to be a very piecemeal plan worked out with the governors, with the federal government, and there needs to be a plan developed now with some sort of solid end date. Yeah. It can't be indefinite because no. how can businesses plan? Well, you have Dr. Uh, Ezekiel, Rahm Emanuel's brother, who thinks that we should be shut down for 18 months. Yeah, well, let's not forget that he's the fucking architect of That's Obamacare. True. That's true. Well, I, know. I, knew, I knew you were going to bring that up. But, yeah. I mean, you and, can't and, have that. And the only thing that the Dems have at this point to save Joe Biden is to destroy the economy. Yeah. Well, I would say that. That's I, the underlying yeah. evil, yeah. you know, narrative here. Yeah. Is that... Evil genius. They're Right. They're, they're trying to inflict as much damage as possible because it's not under them to do this. Look at what they did this morning. Yeah. You know? They want. To, I mean, this this is this is the best way to to do that and and, and to ensure a a Biden win in twenty twenty because yeah. 
Biden has a lot of a lot of issues, folks. I, I mean, I think and we're gonna, we're going to talk oh, about yeah, more yeah. of that later. But okay. let's stay let's stay on the numbers here. Yeah. So, Dr. Fauci is now signaling that there's the beginning of a turnaround on this. Yes, the the curve is flattening. It is, especially in New York. The hospitalization rate in New York is it's way is, below is way projections. Low. Way low. So, and they have the staffing and the. Uh, gear that yeah. they need. Yes. They're still short on PPE, personal protective equipment, which hopefully will catch up to speed. Yes. And that's a case across the country. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to the story we talked about either, I forget whether it was on Tuesday or last week, about China hoarding this shit, which yeah. is essentially an act of war, might I add, from these American factories there, which we need to have a serious discussion on revenge on China and rethinking our entire manufacturing strategy after this passes. But to me, I get that we want to trust the experts, but the experts are always going to say that we should keep in a fully shut down situation. The medical experts are the medical experts, right? They're not economists. Yeah. So, you know, you you have to yeah. meld those two things they're, together. They're, they're very, they're focused on killing the virus. Mm-hmm. That's that's their main concern. They understand the, the, the you know, that, but that's on the periphery. Their, whole, their, their job is to contain the virus. And sometimes it's not really, I guess, Realistic. Poli- politically feasible. Right, yeah. Or, um, you know, it, it's, it's that, that's one thing you got, you got to temper with. But, and we still but have. It's a good thing that, that you know, <laughs> it's no longer 100,000 or 200,000 dead, which is very good. Right, and eventually um, we'll probably get to that point, yeah. but not now, immediately, yeah. as was originally projected. Yeah. And you still have this massive debate going on between essentially the left and the right in this country over hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, I don't understand. Which I don't get. Yeah, I don't understand this. You know, we got, we got fact checks about how like, they think that this is like a sugar pill, and it's not. I mean, you yeah. have a survey of – there's one survey of 6,000 doctors from, th- from 30 countries who, who say that it's effective. Mm-hmm. And now you have a, uh, a, a survey, survey of, of twelve hundred doctors yep. US, in all fifty states. In all fifty states, who sixty five percent said that they would prescribe this drug to their families if one of them contracted the disease, and then sixty seven percent said that they would take the drug themselves yeah. if they got the uh, COVID nineteen. It works, or it's it's rapidly approaching that official. This you know, it's prescribed. no it's no miracle drug. No, it's not. But, but it's, it's been used as a yeah. Hail Mary in cases yeah. where people were gonna die. It's a good and it, they didn't die. It's a good stopgap. You know, you have the, the state representative in Michigan, the Democrat who who credited yeah. Trump for saving her life, uh, because she took hydroxychloroquine and she said in her case, it's not every case, but in her case, she felt relief from her symptoms within less than two hours. Yeah. And so, thank the president. Yeah. And, so, and um, but yet the liberal media claims that Trump is all wrong about this drug and that it's unsafe. Let's compare oh the two God. different types of questions that Cuomo got in his press conference versus what the president gets in his press conference. And we'll read both questions here, and then you tell me which one the president got. So first up is, how are the clinical trials going? So the trials have been promising but not conclusive and have had some good effect versus, quote, is it possible that your impulse to put a positive spin on things may be giving Americans a false sense of hope about hydroxychloroquine? Hmm. I wonder which one. I w- it's a mystery wrapped in a riddle. Yeah. So Cuomo gets the softball questions, yeah. of course, because the media. And yeah. then, interestingly enough, yesterday during his press conference when a reporter had the balls to ask him, did New York react too late, specifically the state and the city officials, CNN cuts away yeah. right away. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. unbelievable what the media yeah. is doing here. Yeah. It's a whole new level of disgusting, yeah. like, vile behavior. And they can't get away with CNN. it. Yeah, and they can't get away with it anymore. Yeah. You can't get away with it anymore. 
it's just it's just terrible what they're trying to do to the country. You know, as a time where we should be coming together as a country, they're just looking to split us apart. You know, they make excuses for the Chinese Communist Party. Yes. I mean, they, they, they're trying to whitewash well, the whole thing. NBC News peddled, I think, one of the worst examples uh, a couple days ago where they said that China has reported no new deaths. Yeah. From the corner, and then people were like, "Well, yeah, no, China also didn't report any deaths during the Tiananmen Square." <laughs> I yeah. saw an Iowa Hawk blog. Yeah. That that. And then it's, you have ridiculous CBS using footage from Italian hospitals yes. to make it look like our hospitals are overrun. Yes. And they did that twice, folks. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget they were called out for their New York story about the Wuhan outbreak. They apologized, said it was an editing mistake, and that it was, all that foot all that footage was taken out of the circulation. And then they post it again. They re-aired the same fucking footage again for a story about a hospital in Pennsylvania because Philadelphia is becoming another yeah, hotbed. Yeah. So it just – once a mistake maybe. They know. They know what they're doing. twice is definitely deliberate. No, they know so, exactly you know what? what so they're go doing. fuck themselves. They knew exactly what they're doing. Go and look at the New York – and you wrote a great story about yeah. that on townhall.com. Mm-hmm. Look at the New York Times. Yeah. They were fact-checked. Over a claim about why Trump was pushing hydroxychloroquine, they said that he was pr- promoting it because it would benefit him financially. Oh, my God. It happens that the, uh. tr- the president owes, owns about $1,000 of a mutual fund that has some ties to a company that produces the drug. Yeah, a mutual fund, meaning he pro- – you know, a mutual f- – oh, my no, God. No, but, but the I'm amount. I'm just saying, the, the amount. amount. Exactly. But, yeah. $1,000? It's minuscule. So he doesn't have a The guy's a billionaire? Yeah. You know, yeah. I have $1,000 investments. Yeah, same the here. guy's a fucking a billionaire. Are you kidding me yeah, with this? And yeah. then, then... But I'm just saying, Trump probably, like, he signed up for a mutual fund. He probably didn't even know that was in there. Well, yeah. For most and he time. also has people that manages his accounts. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's also on a blind trust right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. It's not like the president's sitting in there today on it's TD like, Ameritrade yeah. making trades right now. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Excuse me, Mr. Investor. Make sure that hydroxychloroquine stock is up, yeah. up, up. No, he's not doing that shit. And Stop. they even got fact-checked by the leftist shithole organization Snopes. They said it was false. Wow. They said it was Look false. And it's virtually negligible stake in the company. And... It's, it's through three family trusts he doesn't control. Yeah. That's just one way that they're trying to take down the president here. And then, then, ABC News claimed that the National Center for Medical Intelligence issued a report warning about the coronavirus in November. Then, which was, of course, anonymously sourced, right? Yeah. yeah. Then, in an extremely rare, unprovoked statement, the NCMI said that, quote, As a matter of practice, the NCMI does not comment publicly on specific intelligence matters. And this is from Colonel R. Shane Day, who's the director. He said, however, in the interest of transparency during this current public health crisis, we can confirm that media reporting about the existence or release of an NCMI coronavirus-related product assessment in November of 2019 is not correct. Yeah. No such assessment exists. Oh, my God. I mean, it's a, it's it's really getting out of control. It's disgusting. It, it's it's absolute. I know, uh, you know. Okay, you could say that every year for the past twenty five years with liberal media, but this especially is is just out of fucking control. It really is. I mean, and I hate to at, say it, but you you know these these clowns are making a case for a state media apparatus. All right, let's not get too. <laughs> <laughs> let's not go too far. But, Which I will totally take that mantle. But look at their cover up. For what China and the WHO did, especially the WHO, right? As President Trump tries to absolutely correctly put pressure on the, quote, China-centric 
WHO, yeah. that's run by a director who was basically bought and paid for yeah. by China. Tedro? Tedro? I can't pronounce his last name. I call him Wuhan Tedro. Oh, yeah, Wuhan yeah. Tedro. <laughs> and the, here's just a list, right, of the WHO screw-ups. Yeah. Oh, my they God, said that's a long list. that, quote, there was no clear evidence of human-to-human transmission of the novel coronavirus. Mm. This was in the beginning of February, yeah. long after the Wuhan lockdown yeah. was in place, and they knew yeah. that this shit was moving human-to-human. Then two weeks later, the director general, Tedros, Wuhan Tedros, flew to Beijing for a meeting with the Chinese president who impressed Tedros so much that he lauded the Chinese authorities for, quote, setting a new standard for outbreak control and the, quote, praising their openness for sharing information. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I mean, some Baghdad Bob shit right there. It's it's really just unbelievable. It's I mean, getting worse by the day. And it, the list goes on here, and there's a great piece by Guy on Town Hall about how Trump is absolutely correct in punishing the WHO here yeah. and trying to withhold money. Yeah. The WHO emergency committee discussed on January 23rd whether or not to declare a public health emergency, even though international observers had definitively discredited Chinese health data. Yet, him, the fucking Chinese puppet, and that committee relied on that data in arguing against declaring an emergency over the objections of other committee members. And that decision delayed the mobilization of public health resources around the world in every yeah. country. By them not doing that, and we were talking about this yeah. back in June, yeah. why aren't they declaring this a public health emergency? Yeah. Why aren't they declaring this a pandemic? It clearly yeah. is ravaging it was, it was bad. multiple continents by this point. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And John McKenzie, who's a committee member, attributed the delay to, quote, very poor reporting and communication from China. Oh, so... After finally declaring that emergency on January 30th, Wuhan Tedros continued to lavish praise on China. And as late as February 20th, he argued that the Chinese actions were, quote, slowing the spread to the rest of the world. Okay, well, that narrative got a shotgun blast to the face. But I will say the most damaging of all those lies was probably the first one. Yeah. Because that one probably put a lot of governments at ease and to basically take their eye off the ball. Yeah. And, you know. And you're talking, you, you know, know where you're talking when days and weeks makes a huge yeah, difference at the does. beginning. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, look, the reason why it's so bad in Italy, I and mean, we discussed this ad nauseum here, the reason why it's so bad in Italy is because for four weeks they allowed people infected to basically just travel all, mm-hmm. all throughout the country before they locked down the whole thing. And now. Yeah, there they are. and this isn't just some political witch hunt. Yeah, you have the two nonpartisan people who have served under six presidents, I think it is, yeah. Fauci and Doctor Burks, who say that China is responsible for this, and especially the WHO's complacency, lack of transparency, and delaying information. And she says it on TV, yeah. and then they declare, "Oh, Burks is just Trump's puppet." Yeah, she's the opposite of no. that. No. Let me tell you that. And Burks and Fauci are going to be the real heroes of this whole thing. Yeah, and there's a lot of there's a lot of movement now to try to discredit those two. Yeah, which I find to be not good. Yeah, I, I, even among I our, understand even that. on our side, I under, I've yeah, seen some, yeah, I've seen some really wacky people spew out some like well, yeah, not only Fauci do you have the left supported Clinton, I'm just like right, okay, right. well, come on. <laughs> you have the left attacking them because now they work for Trump. Yeah. But then you also have people on the right attacking them as if there's some, like, deep state Clintonites. Yeah. Which, yeah, they worked for the Clintons. Yeah. They also worked for Obama. And H.W. and W. Bush and Trump, yeah. I mean, they've worked yeah. for everybody. Yeah. So, and I, if you really want to get out there, you have people who think that the virus isn't real. 
Right. Yeah, they say it's from five G. Yeah, they're inflating the debt. Well, the, you know, the inflation yeah. of the debt thing is actually, I think, debatable because they're yeah. qualifying a lot of things here when it's just like yeah, I I. I well, I think Burke said that she's they're being very liberal with the mortality rate because they want to really get a handle on this thing. Right. Which right. I can understand. Yeah. Which I can understand. I There's mean, also it's a thin line though, because yeah. then you're padding the numbers too. That's true. So yeah. The, it's I mean, you see that with the drop off in strokes and heart attacks. Right, right. I mean, people with those you know, someone had a heart attack and they also had COVID, they're being counted as a death from from the virus. So but Right. Yeah, well, Again, these numbers change. They're very good at it. You know, at least thank God we have these daily press briefings, right, where they can probably give an update on the numbers. Well, so. and the liberal media doesn't even want to carry them. Oh yeah, well that too. Because they say it helps Trump too much. Yeah, and his approval ratings are at yeah. all time. They rather put Jim Acosta up there, and uh, you know, with his expert analysis on fighting pandemics. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just like unbelievable to me that they're they're trying to. Uh, just the, the the overall behavior of the media here has been just as, like, evil and on par with yeah. the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Well, you remember, they, they like you said, they thought that their job was done. They got the stock market down to 28,000. I mean, sorry, excuse 18, me, 18,000. Excuse me, 18,000. And they thought that, oh, <laughs> everybody's money's gone. Trillions are removed from the market. Yeah. We, we're, our job is done. No. Can't beat this guy. And now... Now the market's back to almost twenty four thousand. Yeah, yeah. Although people are getting part of their on Monday, guys. So Sunday's going to be a bad day for this coronavirus. So Sunday, uh, Monday. Might yeah, be, might, Monday might be a brutal day. Yeah, the, but you also market. have the market up today significantly when oh, the, the new unemployment numbers, the unemployment numbers come out. Yeah, so true. it's it, it's all it's I mean it's yeah. all a big game. It is. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah. But it's ordered chaos. At least people are getting some of their money back into their four hundred one ks and their portfolio yeah. accounts, yeah. where if they need to tap the money. Yeah. They can sell and not take a fifty percent loss, yeah. which I think is huge for the economy. Yeah, but it's it's just really disgusting. Let's yeah. talk about politics here for a little bit. Yeah, sure. Not that we haven't been. Yeah, but yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about the election. Back to it. Yeah, let's do the it. election. So Bernie dropped out. Yeah, that happened yesterday. Das uh, and he, you know he's a two time loser, but I think a bigger discussion here is, in a way, did he really not win? Because yeah, over the last two cycles. He has taken what was long considered to be a completely radical left-wing socialist agenda mm-hmm. and turned it into the agenda of the mainstream Democrat Party. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, Biden's agenda is pretty much going to be, if not a carbon copy, a soft, I guess for lack of yeah. a better term, a soft clone <laughs> yeah. of, of, a, of a Sanderite agenda. Well, he's been, going, he has to. he's been going so far to the left to try to win the primary. Yeah. Now he has to swerve back to the yeah. middle, too. But, I mean, you look at what the, the mainstream Democrats now support. Green New Deal, Medicare for All, free college tuition, yeah. you know, open borders, money for illegals. Late-term abortions, right? Did you yeah, late-term yeah, abortions. Late-term abortions. I mean – You go down the whole list. Yeah. You, and, and they also are into the whole uh, voting yeah. uh, redoing of the entire system here. They want to redo the entire Democratic Republic yeah. is essentially Pretty what much. they want to do. Pretty much. And the, the – <laughs> It's, it's, it's a double-edged sword because for the general electorate, that's too far left. And to win the nomination – I mean he's already won the nomination, but he, he hasn't convinced anybody. Yeah. I mean he hasn't convinced the people who are, who are diehard lefties who are going to vote, you know, the, the very enthusiastic Democrats who want to vote in 2020. I think a lot of – I think a lot of oxygen was taken out of the room when Bernie kind of dropped out even though he – Oh, there was a lot of crying. I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of screaming from the, from the Sanders people. But, you know, I mean – <laughs> 
If you are a revolution, a true blue left wing revolutionary, you're not going to vote for this guy. Mm-hmm. You're not going to vote for this guy. Why would you vote for a Democrat version of a system that you want to blow up? You want to blow up the system. That's that's the point. Right. Yep. So they're not going to go for Biden. I I think that it's going to be you know six to ten percent of of the never Biden people are going to be. It's going to be like 2016 again. Right. Well, I don't. And that's know. enough to win the election. Right. Exactly. I don't. I don't know that we could argue that Bernie re- uh, supporters will vote for Trump. Yeah. But they may stay at home, and that's good enough. Home. Yeah. That's good enough, yeah. especially if it happens in yeah. places like the Rust Belt. Yeah. I mean, that's, that that's agenda, deep. folks, is not going to bode well with the especially with all this climate change nonsense that that, that, that Biden's going to sprinkle in. Right. So. Right. You I know, mean, they want to get rid of fracking. Yeah. Yeah. They want to get rid of everything that made us into an economic powerhouse yeah. the last three years of the I Trump mean, that, administration. I mean, that, that, did you see that letter to the progressive group? sent to him i mean basically they want to be clean green new deal clean energy 100 by in 10 years you got to be kidding totally unrealistic so you know this is not again if you're a true sanders supporter and i've spoken to many of them i find them to be very interesting people Mm -hmm. wrong but interesting you're gonna want to roll the dice in 2024 and sit 2020 out yeah if you want to blow up the system yep well, they got AOC on deck. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, AOC or some other crazy and, leftist. And the other thing is, I mean, are these crazy leftists like the squad going to support Joe Biden? I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, first of all, I mean, I know we're thinking way ahead here and this is a minor issue. But, you know, I mean, again, this is all about party unity and all that stuff now that Biden's nominee. It are, are, they have to give the squad some speaking time at the convention. Their, well, definitely. They're virtual That's convention. if the convention happens. Yeah. Which is going to mm-hmm. give put a lot of heartburn. With a lot of people in the establishment, so we'll see yeah. what happens. We'll see and what it's happens. well, it's really interesting. The president said uh, that it amazes him that President Obama hasn't supported Sleepy Joe. Yeah, and well, he I, said I, it's I, a weird deal going on yeah. there. Like, what no, the well, heck's going on? I think on? that's a tacit admission that Obama knows that Joe Biden doesn't have the goods to win. Yeah, well, and he claimed that Obama's reluctant to support yeah. Biden's presidential campaign yeah. because Obama knows something about his former Veep. Yeah, he said, "quote He knows something that you don't know." Yeah. <laughs> he said, quote, <laughs> he said, he said, quote, but I think I know, but yeah. you don't know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, is foreshadowing. They're not going to, yeah. they're not going to shoot their yeah. cannons yet. No, no, no. They're, they're gearing up. You yeah. know, we've, we've got a tremendous war chest. Yeah. We're getting the ground organization ready to go. Yeah. But it's going to be a, a really odd election. It is because we can't, I mean, the, 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 the cornerstones of a national campaign with, you know, especially on the ground with door knocking and neighborhood canvassing and yeah. registration drives, that can't be done. It has to be phone calls. It has to be phone calls yeah. now. And phone calls, I mean, you can, yes, you can touch voters, but for the, for the, for the voters on the margins who can really put you over the top, you know, yeah. it could be a couple dozen and may, they may not have phones. And right. I remember in Pennsylvania, in Western Pennsylvania, sometimes you have to Really, you have to use a car, actually, first of all, because the houses are miles in between. Yeah. You have to physically drive and, and, and knock on their door because not everyone has a landline. Anymore. Right. Who has a yep. landline? Sorry. A. And B, not everyone has a cell phone. Yep. So. And now you have Biden claiming that, which is laughable, that yeah. people refer to him as, quote, a foreign policy expert. Oh, my God. Which is totally fucking ridiculous oh because you even God. have people like Robert Gates, who yeah. served as President Obama's defense secretary with Joe Biden as vice president, described Biden as being quite the opposite. Quote, I think he has been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue over the past four decades. Let's not forget that Joe Biden was against killing Osama bin Laden. He was. Yeah, he won the bojangle on that. Yeah. He was bojangling yep. on that. And he also wouldn't have killed Kasim Soleimani. Nope. And, I mean, it's just, you go, you go down the whole list. Yeah. 
So I think the, the biggest advantage that we have is that we have President Trump's strong record yeah. of three years versus Biden's abysmal record yeah. of five yeah. decades in politics. Yeah. Five decades. Yes. This man has been in Washington mm -hmm. since before I or you were born. Yeah. That's yeah. how bad this is. Yeah. So and also, if you're um, again among the Democrat primary voters, among Democrat voters, the hard lefties, Biden voted for the Iraq War. Yes, which is still a stinging. So it, it, I mean, if you, <laughs> that's not gonna. And Trump will hit him hard yeah, on that. That's not a, that's not a selling point. Remember, Trump ran hard against the Iraq War during his original yeah. election. Yeah. So, and even with Bernie Sanders out now, you have the Democrats essentially pre-admitting that Joe Biden twenty twenty is a quote lost cause. Yeah, it is. The yeah. Democrat Governors Association sent a letter admitting that Biden's yeah. candidacy is a lost cause. Eight progressive groups said in a joint letter released Wednesday that they feared Biden's centrist policies yep. would alienate younger voters who trend more liberal and hinder Democrats' efforts to unseat President Trump in November. Yeah. So they're coming at it from a policy standpoint, yeah. whereas I'm coming at it from the guy doesn't know no. what two plus fucking two no, is. No, it isn't. Yeah. I would love to see him – you know, without his aides and without his wife doing everything for him, yeah. right? Just in normal situations. Yeah. Would he be able to remember where he parked his car probably in a five-story garage? Probably no. not. No, probably no not. No way. No. I mean, you have that, a new yeah, poll out now. That, that letter did read like 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 a like a report about like some NFL team in rebuild mode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it did. Because it was like looking ahead to 2024, all these governors and how like it talked about how the governors, these Democrat governors are handling the, the Wuhan outbreak. Mm -hmm. It's just like, wait a minute, wait a minute, 2024? <laughs> well, not to, not to mention that they're already hatching plans to remove him yeah, this probably, year. Probably. I mean, yeah. that's going to that's gonna try to happen, yeah, I'm sure. Um, well, after these 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 Q and A's, these virtual Q and A's, it's just been. I don't know why they. I don't know. Well, you can't really stop it now. He's too yeah. neck deep in it. But <laughs> and you and you now have they, new polls. You have new polls now on them. You know, head to head, which in a in a registered voter situation shows Joe Biden with a small lead within the margin of error. But as we remember from the polls last time, if you're doing a national poll, that's not what you need to be doing. We need to be worrying about the states, the swing states. But we have a national poll on the issue of who they would trust more as a better leader during the coronavirus crisis. And President Trump beats him by eight points, which is outside the margin of error. So they're trying to – I actually don't know why they're trotting him out so much. Yeah. it's, it's It would be a yeah. better strategy for them right now to keep him sheltered and have him make as little few mistakes as possible so that he can come out raring – after the the major part of this crisis has settled, yeah, but good for us that they yeah. continue to do I that. I mean, keep but, keep knifing each other. But honestly. the problem is, you can't keep them that shelter during a general. No, they tried that with Hillary. Yeah, and it didn't work. No, so well, and you know, Hillary also had that that little collapse at the nine eleven memorial. Um, well, something like that will yeah. undoubtedly so, happen, happen with Joe Biden. Yeah, something's gonna happen to Joe. He's gonna he's gonna it, it, he won't collapse, but he'll have like a massive. He'll have like a major brain, health episode. Brain fart. Or yeah. something. I mean, you you see, he already cannot complete sentences. Yeah, and he just he, rambles. He forgot what H one N one was uh, mid sentence. I saw well, that he, at a town hall. He forgot what the swine flu was. For he also bit. we have a good clip here. This is the Biden gaffe of the day. Mm -hmm. Let's let's take a listen to what he forgot in Africa that happened during his administration. Roll that clip. What makes you the best post-COVID-19 choice? Well, that's a kind of a presumptuous thing to say uh, for me to answer. Like, but I look, um, we went through in our administration uh, the H1N1 virus. We also dealt with the whole pandemic that was in Africa. 
quote, the whole pandemic that was in Africa. Oh, my God. He forgot what Ebola yeah. was called. Yeah. H1N1, he called it what? Did he call it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I forget. I, it's, it's on the... HN51 yeah, or something yes. like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he loses his train of thought several times in one sentence. We got yeah. another clip here of Biden on Chris Cuomo's show, who Chris Cuomo with coronavirus can put together better sentences than this guy. Yeah. Let's take a listen. And, uh, but uh, look, it's, uh, it's been done. We're going to get the election results uh, about a, what, another week or so after this. I forget the date, the 13th. And uh, I, you know, but I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, I, I think if, if, it, if there is an election, if there was an election, if people, depending how many showed up, I think I will have done well. But who knows? We're going to find that out. And, and you have, if you transcribe these sentences, it's total mush. It's bad. It's bad. It's, quote, yeah. I, you know, but I think that you know. I think if there's an election, if there was an election, if people, depending how many showed up, I think I'll have done well. Yeah. But who knows? It's, 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 I mean, he clearly has dementia. Yeah. As someone with a family member with dementia, yeah. I can tell you that what he's doing here is clear early signs of this. Remember when he said in a gaffe that he was running for Senate? Yes, that's because people with dementia frequently have brains that jump back to different time periods. Yeah. So at that moment, I bet you in his mind, he believed that he was actually running for Senate back in one of his old elections. 72. At least 10 years yeah, ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, I mean, the guy has clear signs of this. Yeah. He can't – he doesn't have recall ability. Yeah. And they have to put Jill by his side to yeah. basically guide him through That's the crutch. Who's going to – like you said the other day, who's going to be the real president yeah. here? I mean, is it going to be the cabinet? Yeah. Is it going to be Jill? I yeah. mean, whoever he picks for vice president is key. Yeah. Because that person will be pre yeah. if he becomes president, which I don't think he will. Yeah. But that person will be in, either in line to step yeah. up to the top of the ticket, or to take over for him Agreed. at some point when he dies or is incapacitated. Agreed. So Agreed. and he's going to pick some radical probably. Yeah. I mean, I can't see him not picking yeah. a woman leftist. No. Talk about palace intrigue if that happened. Yeah. I mean, they're throwing around Klobuchar. Because she could help with the Rust Belt. But I don't see him doing that no. because he needs to appeal to the far-left Bernie wing. And, and that he, she's not a Bernie he, person. He, and the far-left Bernie and he needs to appeal to the people of color, the communities of color yes. in urban areas. It needs to be somebody that supports that trash like Green yeah. New Deal and Medicare for and All. And even then, even then, it's yep. not a guarantee. Because I think that you know Democrats paint people with a broad brush here. Right. Black Democrats are not radical. They're not. No. They voted for Biden. They clipped Bernie. Yeah. And they know who he is and they know now what he stands for and they didn't want to go with him. So black – you know, but they're, you also they're, have, they're, they're, they're more moderate than, than I think a lot of these Democrat firms think. Not to mention that, but you also have a massive erosion of black support for the Democrat party. Yeah, yeah I think Trump's going to do well. Look at the numbers, yeah. especially among uh, black and Hispanic voters. Yeah. yeah. I mean if they lose those percentages that, yeah. that are in these polls, yeah. they're screwed. Plus with, so. the, with, the, with the never Biden contingent – yeah, yeah. so they're going to have a tough time for yeah. sure, and which is why, great segue here, mm -hmm. that they are trying to rig the fucking election using the crisis as leverage. Yeah. We've seen this multiple times now yeah. where the Democrats are trying to exploit the coronavirus pandemic to push for election reform. They want to change this to a full vote-by-mail system. And uh, Ronna McDaniel, the RNC chairwoman, who's done a fantastic job – explained how this really threatens the integrity of our election. She said, quote, 
It has been shameful to see the Democrats try and put these election reforms across the country during a time of crisis. This is their liberal agenda. They want to take away the safeguards that ensure the integrity of the election process. Every American should be paying attention to what they want to do. It's frightening. I remember when the Democrats told us that $150,000 of Russian ads on Facebook swayed the entire national oh, election. Yeah. Yeah. The vote-by-mail system would be so susceptible to fraud mm -hmm. that even Democrats say so. Yeah. And the New York Times says so. Yeah. Buried. So, buried in the story, they say so. Well, of course. Yeah. The 13th paragraph. <laughs> yeah, 13th, 13th paragraph. But, I mean, it's it's totally unbelievable. And she's now... Pelosi, that scumbag, oh, she's the worst. She is trying to now implement a far-fetched, radical, and extreme environmental wish list along with this election stuff. That's what they use to, sh uh, to scuttle the first stimulus. Yeah. Right? Yep. So now they want to come back again. And... On Anderson Cooper's show, who's a total fucking lowlife liar, by the way, his show is one of the worst offending on CNN. Yeah. Remember the other day he yeah. said there's no timeline for yeah. arrival of PPE to New York yeah. when the president, 50 minutes earlier in the press conference that they refused to carry, an arrival. Yeah, yep. gave the schedule. Yeah. And let's listen to this clip of him with Pelosi. Uh, in, in this new um, relief package, are you going to push for guarantees about being able to vote by uh, from home uh, to improve that system uh, for the upcoming general election? Well, in the next package, the, the package I talked about earlier was just an interim package that Secretary Mnuchin was suggesting, and we'll deal with that. But uh, in our uh, four, and it cares too, yes, we want the resources to be there and no obstacles uh, to that uh, to that voting to take place. It's about our democracy. It's about our democracy in a time where it's even a physical challenge to vote. Uh, so we want to have more uh, resources for vote by mail, more same day registration, more states sending uh, sending ballots to those who are qualified uh, to vote. Uh, that will be part of our initiative. We got 400. So she says yes that she will absolutely try to change election laws in the wake of the coronavirus. I mean, what they're trying to do is they're trying to systematically change everything in this country using this virus as a crutch. Never let it go to waste. Remember, Clyburn said, we can use this opportunity to create massive structural change in yeah, the country. No, and then Biden basically echoed that exact line. Interesting how they all get the I same know, memo, yeah. right? Seems like it's coordinated, right? Biden says that coronavirus is, quote, an opportunity for structural change on voting and climate change. So odd, oh, right? That they're all lockstep on this. And he was also on Cuomo's show saying that they have an opportunity to change some of the structural things that are wrong. And uh, in a sense, the Band-Aid's been ripped off here. <laughs> Not on voting. Not on voting. Let me tell you something. This <laughs> pandemic's still going on. I will still gladly go stand in line in this blue state that we live in to cast my vote for President Trump. Yeah. I will wear a mask, I will wear gloves, and I would assume that the Virginia Board of Elections will develop some sort of way to get people into the polling station in a contactless manner to vote. They'll have to. Yeah. But to say that we need to go to some completely unverifiable and unsecure massive vote-by-mail system in this country? No. I mean, there's no. a reason that we as Republicans have opposed vote-by-mail before, because it's open to massive yeah. fraud. Yeah, yeah. You can give a ballot to anyone. Look yeah. what they do in California. Yeah, ballot harvesting is bullshit. You know, we all know that. Yeah, so 
we need to fight strong against this because they're trying to rig this fucking election while the while yeah. the hood is over the head of Americans. Yeah. And it's it another totally disgusting thing that the left is doing here. And uh, let's let's do some good news before uh, yeah. before we wrap up, yeah. right? Yeah. So you wrote about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. President Trump is reportedly about to clean house at the inspector general level across yes. the entire government. Yes. And I believe seven IGs, right? Yep. He's uh, going to consider firing seven IGs in one fell swoop. Most likely, these will be the IGs that were appointed by President Obama or beforehand. And he absolutely has the right, yes. as the leader of the executive branch, to have his own people yes. in the IGs. Yeah. It's about time. I mean, I know, I know you said that uh, – I mean, we, have, we have said on this podcast that he should have cleaned house prior, you know, when he first was elected. But, that was you know, one of the only yeah. initial inception mistakes yeah. here yeah. at the beginning was not but, cleaning the entire know, government had, out. But again, you know, if you look at what he had to do, you know, he had to do the executive order of immigration, the tax cuts, getting the border – secure you know he, a lot had to be done but i'm pretty sure this was still on the list but now with this impeachment nonsense being over and this whole trump russia collusion circus trump ukraine freak show now it's time to actually turn and kind of clean house because these people are just they're an extension of the deep state war against this administration right they're taking out officials of his they're derailing his agenda that we have voted for as the american people yeah. They gotta go. They well, the biggest go. the biggest joke in this country is that the left wing says that these should be oh these should be nonpartisan picks for these yeah, IG yeah. positions. Let's not forget yeah. that President Obama not only completely disregarded every single IG across his entire government at all times of his yeah. administration, but they he they were his own people. Yeah, they were his own handpicked people. Yeah, and, and it's not unprecedented. Reagan fired all thirteen IGs at yeah. the federal level when he was when he beat Jimmy Carter in nineteen eighty. So there, this is not unprecedented. Needs to happen. It, this is a long time coming. Mm-hmm. So um, totally agree. you know, hey, you're fired. Yeah, those are, those are the two words that uh, some um, high ranking government it. government watchdogs can expect to hear from the president very soon. Probably so, tomorrow, I would think. Yeah, I Fridays hope, are good days yeah, to fire Friday, people. Yeah, because yeah, there's you know less uh, office uh, yeah. drama when you fire people on Friday. Yep, <laughs> it's true. All right, so now Lindsey Graham striking the correct tone. Lindsey Graham's back to 2.0 now. Oh, After good. a brief stint back at 1.0, he's now yeah. back to 2.0. So hopefully, it stays and this way. We'll see. He's you know, know he's flip flopping. That's goes, Lindsey. He, That's he, typical yeah, no, Lindsey. He goes with the wind. I yeah, know. he sticks his finger in the air and goes with the wind for sure. But he now says that China is a pandemic incubator and they should pay a price. For their deception. Yes. So he's now on the revenge train, and yes. we need to bring as many people as possible onto the revenge train. A recent poll showed that close to 50% want some sort of retribution or revenge on China, and also 50% now see the light about the president, who's been saying for five years now yeah. that we need to bring manufacturing back from China. And Lindsey Graham says, a quote, we're going to bring the medical supply chain back from China into the United States. We're in a terrible spot having to depend on China to make our antibiotics. And we yeah. have... Antibiotics, vitamin C, yeah. aspirin. Yeah. There are no manufacturing plants yeah. in this country for that. And I didn't realize yeah, it was yeah. that bad. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. bad, but not I, that bad. And I think, you know, the byproduct is not, not just pharmaceuticals, but a lot of products too. I think there's going to be a big, yes. big uh, resurgence to bring a lot of our manufacturing base back home, or at least a good chunk of it. And yes, for a couple, there is going to be a period where goods will be will be more expensive, mm-hmm. but the market always levels the out. The biggest initiative... Increases, you know, everything will level out. Yeah, the biggest yeah. initiative on that, though, needs to be on the medical side. Yes. Because we've outsourced our entire prescription yeah. pharmacy uh, well, that used program. To be, that used to be in Puerto Rico, right? 
Yeah. So the infrastructure yeah. is still there. Well, well maybe. Did it, did, maybe. Or did it get destroyed by the hurricane? Yeah. I mean, I don't want it in Puerto Rico anyway because that's on a fucking island. Yeah. But Make it in the mainland. You I hear you. You don't want to put these things in bad places either where you need massive, yeah, sure. you know, transports yeah, know. to bring them in. Yeah. But the could P- be a good the, starting point. Though, the PPE honestly. supply chain, the personal yeah. protective gear, yeah. masks, yeah. gowns, yeah. everything these doctors need. Yeah. Is also manufactured there. Yeah. So we're going to bring that supply chain back. Surgeons. Those are the two things that we really need to bring yeah. back now yeah. because we'll have a direct effect on how we can yeah. reopen the economy yeah. and, and, and respond can, to and corona. Then, and then we can also, you know, restock and, and prepare for the next pandemic. Yeah. That you is know, things like electronics and stuff like that, yeah. I'm not as concerned about right no. now. It would be great to get them back. Yeah. But, you know, it, the, the, the big thing needs to be vital equipment. Yeah. So prescription drugs – Medical gear. Ventilators? Yeah, ventilators. Yeah. I mean, anything in that entire vertical yeah. needs to be brought back immediately. Yeah. Then we can get into discussions on, you know, Do you think there should be luxury like, consumer yeah, goods. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm just I mean, throwing a bone out there. Maybe there should be like a tax incentive, you know, if, if GM or something continues to make, you know, not as many ventilators now, but mm-hmm. X amount every year, they could write that off maybe? Yeah. To be put yeah. into the stockpile, I'm just saying, you know, everyone contributes into well, the Well, you know, companies are going to you know? need to make a choice here because, yeah. yes, it'll cost you more to produce the goods here. Yeah. But, but yeah. it's sustainable. Yeah. You're here inside the United States, yeah. right? You don't yeah. have to bring it over. No. Nope. You, don't, you don't have to, you know, worry about things out of your control. I mean, these U.S. factories in China. Yeah. They basically got told by the Chinese government, you cannot send this stuff to America. Yeah. It has to stay here. I mean, that's, how terrible that's not, is that? That's not how this works. Right, right. So, yeah, the Chinese want shit from us. Yeah. And when we have the vaccine, they're going to want that shit. Yeah. And these five-minute tests they want. Yeah. So. Well, when that vaccine comes out, 330 million Americans come first. They can, right, get, it. They can, right. get, they can get it last, honestly. Yeah. Well, you know, the left was already like, why isn't President Trump sending these masks to Canada? I'm like, because we don't have a fucking enough of them here. 3M was sending shit out of the country. President Trump invoked the Defense Production Act to stop them from doing that. Yeah. And then the left, who had been calling for him to invoke the DPA, got mad when he did it. I know. You can't, I mean... You can't win with those people. You can't win. You can't win with it. I think Trump has long known this, and, you know, he just does what he does, because he's the president. Yeah. We shouldn't be sending any medical gear out of this country until there's enough uh, PPE of masks... And gowns and anything else our doctors and nurses need to be protected. Yeah. And in a situation where they're not having to reuse disposable equipment. Yeah. When okay. we reach that point, then we can look at taking yes. stuff outside. Yes. America first. Yeah, that's America what should be. first. You know, there was a great meme that went around that was like, you know, I remember a president who said we needed to bring our manufacturing back, who couldn't be reliant on China for manufacturing, who couldn't be reliant on China for correct information, and who couldn't rely on other countries of the world to be there when we were going to need them. Yeah. And it came so true. Yeah. Like, I mean, thank God President Trump is the president right now, because if Obama was, we'd be in a very uh, bad situation. He'd be auctioning off parts of California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and last but not least, yesterday, Washington Post uh, put an opinion piece up. Oh my god! Uh, it was it was satire. It wasn't marked as satire. Yeah. Uh, but they said, "quote McConnell confirms judges on a throne of skulls," meaning that the virus will wipe out the entire country, but Mitchell still be there confirming judges. Yeah. Because he already said that they're going to still keep moving judges through the yeah. Senate while this is going on. He's not going to leave any any vacancy yeah. open. 
the functions of state don't just cease. Right, you, right. I mean, what the... F- uh, what My thing is, was a, yeah, was you know, they try to attack him yeah. all the time with these nicknames, right? Yeah. The Grim Reaper, yeah. On a Throne of Skulls, yeah. Cocaine Mitch. Yeah. It just makes him cooler. Oh, yeah. And he loves it. His yeah. staff loves it. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, I remember co- there's a time, Cocaine Mitch t-shirts. Right. I remember a time where Mitch McConnell was not liked within the Republican Party because of what was thought to be ineffectiveness in the Senate. However, however, it turns out that that was actually just grand mastery. Yeah. You remember there was a great documentary, I think, I forget who did it, on the whole Kavanaugh debacle. It was uh, Supreme Revenge. Yeah. It was, it was, a, it was a PBS Frontline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was about how, during Bork, yeah. Mitch McConnell said that he would never allow that to happen again. Yeah. And that he was going to take ultimate lifetime revenge out on the left yeah. by completely reimagining the judiciary. Yeah. And he has. Yeah. And what's even more interesting now is immediately after Bernie dropped out yesterday, the left wing was trying to justify dropping Bernie and going right to Biden by saying, well, if Trump gets reelected, think of the judiciary. It will make progressivism not possible yeah. for 50 to 60 years in this oh, country. Oh, that's horrible. I know, oh, right? Which no. is just music to my ears. That was yeah. the best thing I could have read yesterday yeah. at any point. But think about it, that. Yeah, I, I mean, you have aging Supreme Court justices. Whoa, yeah, Ruth is about to go. Yeah. I, but, I, don't, I don't mean to speak but you also that, have, but Breyer, she's old. She's Breyer old. is old, too. Yeah. If Trump gets reelected, I don't see Breyer holding no, on. No, no. So that's two more. Yeah. So now we're talking about a 7-2. I like so, that. Like you know, that. they see what's at stake. Yeah. We need to see what's at stake, too, and yeah. get out there and win this fucking election. Yeah. That's the biggest key here is, you know, Trump said yesterday or the day before, you know, I built the greatest American economy in history once and we'll do it again. And in order to do that again, we need to reelect him. So and I think everybody here gets that. Yeah. But uh, last but not least, it is Holy Week. So uh, shout out to all our Christian uh, brothers and sisters out there yes. celebrating Easter. Have a Unfortunately, it won't be at church yeah. this year. Have a but happy uh, virtual uh, service, a good virtual service, and yeah. virtual ham dinner. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, they try to eviscerate the vice president for his faith. Have you seen that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. They're like, what do you, uh, like, what do you pray for? Like, when you're right. talking to God. Or do you ever think, like, why would God do this to the to the world? Yeah. I mean, well, like the listen. If we're going by the biblical word here, God destroyed the world and killed everybody except for yeah. Noah and his family. So you know what? He, it works in mysterious ways. There you go. <laughs> well, that's you know that's the thing here is in this time I think we need faith more than ever. Yeah. And like, it's not going to hurt yeah. to say a prayer. No, it's not. So no, it's not. And for I, those who have that, you know, God, you know, again, I, I, yeah. I, I actually, I, I respect and just the way, a little, just, a little envious of you. But. Just the way that the left, like, bashes Christianity yeah. and religion in general, but not Islam. Oh, no. Not oh, Islam. Islam's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. The stoning of women's okay. Well, you know? yeah. So yeah. that's uh, If a woman gets good. raped, it's their fault. Islam. So they, they stone them to death. Democrats, yeah. why are you so Islamophobic? Well, they throw out? they throw How the gays you? they throw the gays off the roofs too. Oh, yeah. you know, yeah. hang them from cranes and all that. Yeah. No, in Iran. Oh, but you can't say that they're homophobic. The yeah, Islam. You can't. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 racist. You can't say that. No, no. So yeah, we it's just, not all of them too, Storm. It's only about you know hundreds of millions of them, but it's not all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best part I love about like. So yeah, we just wanted to take a second to uh, recognize the holiday for all our Christian friends out there. Yeah, uh, we'll be celebrating here at our house and uh, having an Easter dinner on Sunday. Oh, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, you just got notified. Okay, I did not know that. <laughs> um, all right. 
Haven't picked what we're going to cook yet, though. All right. So I'll, we'll well, I'll, I'll check my schedule and see if... Yeah, we got so much going on, right? Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of things to do <laughs> yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I might have to go for a walk or... I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah good. We'll, uh, we'll chop you up and eat you. No! Like Pilgrim. <laughs> we haven't reached that point yet. No, we haven't. But uh, thanks so much to all of our listeners for being with us during this time of crisis. It's so great to hear from all of you. Uh, thanks for your five-star ratings and reviews. We're sending our thoughts and prayers to all of you to stay safe and healthy. Feel free to email us, triggered at townhall.com. If you just want to chat, we're happy to uh, yeah. talk with all of our listeners. We, uh, Send us messages on Twitter. We, it's not like we have anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, we're not going anywhere. We'll no. be here. No. <laughs> of course, follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM. We hope you have a happy, safe, and healthy Easter. We'll see you back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.